All my life, I wanted to be a rapper. But nothing seemed to work. Then I got a new idea. Let's turn ourselves into gangster rappers. Are you aware that your band might be arrested for indecency tonight? Cell Block 4 is not afraid to go to jail. Cell Block 4 is from jail. It would only be like sending them home. And under no circumstances are you to perform Sweat of My God, I just love that I don't give a damn hip-hop attitude. It's so real. You brothers have created something so nasty. You had the concert, you died. Now, CB4 is one of the hottest hip-hop groups to come on the scene in a very, very long time. Straight out of MC Gusto, but in prison I'm known as 97-KY. CB4 is misogynistic, and I don't think they like women. Elemental P-14. This is not just a movie about rap music. It's about much, much more. And the world's most notorious self Fellas, what are you doing? We're filming. Hey, don't push her. Come on, get that back. That's mine. 7-14 to the third power. I thought I was hardcore, man. You ain't tough. There are some real kids out there who are gonna kick your narrow Any person who defile America's pastime by wearing a baseball cap backwards, well, that's an evil that speaks for itself. Tonight, CB4 is gonna pay. Straight out of low cap, the crazy Dead Mike. It's my first drive-by. CB4, featuring new music from Dead Mike. Oh, I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. I'm blickety black, blacker than black, black, I'm blacker than black, yo, because I'm black and I'm black. And I can dance, dance and in my deep. pants and in your face. Yeah, my rapping's a disgrace, but I can dance. CB4, starring Chris Rock, Alan Payne, Bill Hartman, and Chris Elliott. She replaced me as a role model in my son's eyes. Better me than Daryl Gates. CBB44. What you waiting for, pump? Invitation? Yeah. Yo, let me tell you something, man. They don't fit, you know what I'm saying? They kind of whack, Holmes. Word up, G. Yo, man, they perpetrators, man. The whole nine, man. They, they, they real, they real fucking fake, kid. Rob Lee. Uh, just Greg, unofficially Greg. That Greg, light skin Greg. I'm back. Yeah, we're we're here. Euripides, Euripides, Greg. Ulysses. <laughs> Ulysses. Uh, yes. I don't know if you're Ulysses. You're Euripides. Uh, so. This is uh, Let's Watch Again, and we're going to review um, 1993's um, CB4. So thank you for joining me, Greg. Good to see you're, you're living well. Seems to be, It is uh, okay, Stabmaster Arson, uh, on the ones and twos. <laughs> so let me, let me do the intro for this and then give, give out some details, and we can get to some things. Um, okay. So here, here's the, the thing, and I want you to keep me honest here when it comes to the, uh, the synopsis. Uh, so here's the synopsis. After many failed attempts to establish themselves as rappers, Albert, played by Chris Rock, Euripides, played by Alan Payne, and Otis, played by Deezer D, uh, get their big break when a nightclub owner, uh, Gusto, played by Charlie Murphy, is arrested. Albert assumes uh, his name and criminal past, becoming MC Gusto, and the trio rise to fame, pretending to be uh, recently released felons. As their fame increases, so do their tension within the group, and when Gusto uh, escapes from prison, he is furious at having his identity stolen and vows revenge. CB4. Sounds about right. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's very accurate, actually. He's done a really yep. good job. They skipped the B plot, but the B plot really doesn't matter. The 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 documentary framing mechanism? Uh the politician. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That for, Phil Hartman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't trust us. Trust us. Uh, so here's some of the details on it. Uh, this was released in March of uh, March 12th of 1993. So 30th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, this is directed by Tamara Davis. Do you know what else Tamara Davis directed that would fall into this sort of vein of movie? It's a big one. Tamara she also directed Tamara. Half-Baked. Oh, for Chappelle. Okay. It, it, it kind of has that sort of same sensibility of this. It's a similar type of humor. It does. So this movie had a box office. Well, let me talk about the budget first. So the budget was $6 million for $1993. And it had a mm. budget. I mean, it had a box office of $18 million. So I was close. T- I was going to say twenty. So it made three times what it cost. Now we we never really talk about um, the marketing for these movies, and we never like they need to start really putting in like what did you spend on marketing? Now this mm-hmm. probably didn't have a huge marketing budget, but still. Now, so the writers, <laughs> the writers is great. Who the writers are? So Chris Rock, um, George Nelson. I mean Nelson George. Sorry. And lastly, who did Robert the screenplay? Low cash. Low cash. <laughs> it's, it's pretty strong, right? <laughs> Straight out of low cash. A crazy motherfucker named Bird and Mike. So, this now, one of the things I like to add in here um, when I do these, I like to get into the numbers, right? So, one of the other numbers that's a part of this sort of scenario is how it was received, right? So, mm-hmm. I, I, I know that we know that the Rotten Tomatoes of the world are a little corrupted in that. You know, things seem to be a lot lower than some of the contemporaries. So, like, I use a combination Rotten Tomatoes, IMDb.com, Voodoo, and, and Google um, to get a sense of where where's this movie in? Sometimes Letterboxd as well. Letterboxd is insane. I love Letterboxd. One of the things that the coup does, uh, she will read the one-sentence reviews. Because <laughs> they're never good. <laughs> so, CB4 has a 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb.com. Sheesh! It's not it's not that low. Not bad. Not bad for a black film. A nineties black film, by the way. Nineties yeah. black film. Yeah. Not um, bad. Rotten Tomatoes fifty two. Not uh, bad for a black comedy. Voodoo eighty one. I mean, well, about eighty two. So it's a four point one out of five. Okay. That's and in in Google, random. Google is the one that is the done data, in my opinion. That's the Google users. Seventy seventy six. That's a good number. I, that's that's about that's about right. It's like it's that's a seventy right, yeah. five movie. It's like all right, you got early Chris Rock in it. You have it's a few very memeable things in it, and one of which you know, obviously, you know all of them, but one of which that's definitely at the forefront of like I'm black, yeah. It's just you. It's just you putting up a fist. How many? Is this like the second movie where you're Alan Payne? You didn't do the first Am one. Am I Alan Payne? This is the second movie that's been on this podcast that you've been Alan Payne in. Shit. I might be Alan Payne because he is light-skinned Umar. No, no, no. The first one, we I think we made you Christopher. <laughs> Pretty motherfucker never liked him anyway. Oh, you made me Christopher Williams in New yes. Jack. Yes. Jesus. Uh, Torrin made you that, actually. <laughs> Why Christopher Williams? <laughs> Like he's the one that doesn't belong here. He doesn't. He, he, he does did not. it all. <laughs> Pretty motherfucker living like you anyway. Um, so this movie has has two taglines. Do you have any idea what they can be? 
I am afraid to find out. So, you know, one of the things I like to add again with, with in terms of numbers, right? I like having taglines or body counts when you have a movie. So the taglines for this, they're not good. Sex, rhymes, and keeping it real. There's number one. That was written by a white person. Number two is sex, rap, and family values, question mark. That's definitely written by a white person. Neither of them are good. They're real bad. All right. So do you want to get into... Fake it till you make it. It was right there. Yeah. Do you want to get into questions? So the way that I'm going to structure this, we got questions. We got some observations. uh, We got trivia. We got the MVP of the movie, which is probably going to be last anyway. And we got favorite scenes. What do you think we should go to? Okay. Um, we go to questions first. We can knock them out. Well, these are questions that once you're in the movie, though, like, all right, let me let me throw it out there. I think I think you'll I think you'll like the questions. Oh boy! So here's the questions that I have for you: Is CB4 an hallucination of Pookie from New Jack City? Mm, that's a good question that's a great question actually that's a great question it could be that could be the alternate universe because doesn't easy e easy e exist in cb4 and they like straight up rip his song well rip nwa song yeah and instead of straight out of comp they're straight out of low cash so it could be that's actually a pretty good question well here here's the reason why i think it falls in there him and Alan Payne are boys. Remember that part before Pookie gets thrown off the building or whatever? Mm-hmm. They are boys before he realizes this nigga is high. Yep. So that, that's happening. But also, yep. Ice-T is in both of the movies. You missed one more person. Who's the other person? Flavor Flav's in both movies. Oh, shit, he is. Good on you. Good on you. Yeah. See, I, this is why I threw it <laughs> off. Remember what I used to say? He's like, man, they hard, man. They showed me their guns. I was like, yo. <laughs> I was like, I'm leaving. You don't know. It actually, no, you're right. This oh, my God. a fever dream. Because I see is like, okay, they actually <laughs> dangerous. And I'm like, in the movie, he's the first scene. I see is fucking him up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You know what? This is why this podcast exists. That that is a great observation. Um, all right. Um, on a scale, since since you know rap, rate the bars, please. <laughs> Just rate the balls bars from sweat. Uh, balls. Straight out low cash. Oh, straight out low cash. Name Gusto. I fuck your bitch because your bitch was a big hoe. I fuck your sister. I fuck <laughs> your cat. I won't fuck your mom, but that bitch is too fat. <laughs> Rate those bars, please. That's not. That's a nine. That's a nine. <laughs> in 90s, in like early 90s, that's a nine. Because it was like, we're not going to the barbershop to get a haircut no Yo. more. We're going right outside to fuck your sister, your cat, and your mom. Because I mean, we're we're in the bestiality. You know, we're just here. We're, yeah. we're out here. So I would say Gusto had the bars. <laughs> Dead Mike was bad. Like, hello, catch we crazy motherfucker named Gag Mike. <laughs> Off a cliff, I'm running you over. <laughs> like, so, like a like, four leaf clover. Like, like, uh, yeah. What, what, no. what, do, what do they call them when uh, it's one dude that's obviously not good that's in the group? It's like, oh, that's free ride right there. <laughs> <laughs> I would say he's Petey Craig. Stop. Oh my god. Now, okay, I'm, I'm, I got one question I'm going to save for later. I'm a little bit later in here. Um, okay. How much would you pay for a CB4 hat, like the the, the cap, the visor joint? 
like in today's dollars. 20, 20, 25. But 20 this is this is an on set one. This is not a rep, re, re, recreation. This is literally a prop. Oh, on set. This is a prop from the movie, but it's literally the hat that you could wear. I kind of have a principle. I don't go over forty dollars for a hat. It's so. a prop though, so it's not a hat anymore. It's a prop. Okay, so I'll probably say in that scenario, probably sixty. Okay, that's a good I'm number. Cheap. Actually, I, I was thinking about fifty. Okay. okay. I mean, you see somebody walking around with a CB4 hat immediately, you're like, "Yo, what's good? Man? How you doing?" <laughs> you just want to be yeah, friends with them because it'll be like, "Yo, what's wrong with Gusto?" <laughs> was there a movie with better uh, 1990s hair product? Coming to America. That was a 1989 movie, though. Oh, that's true. Uh, 90s? Because, I mean, Easy e mentions it. He's like, you need to get that wet shit out of his head. You need to do what I do. <laughs> Man, there was some wild-ass hairstyles. Because uh, Sissy had all the hairstyles. Your man. Uh, it's a lot of hair. It's a lot yes. of hair in this movie. Um, because you get... You get, like... Just the different. It's almost regressive in some ways. It's like mm, mm-hmm. Jared curls have been coming smaller, sir. You got more of like the Duke, you know what I mean? Versus just let's just attach a Jerry curl merkin to his head. <laughs> and New Jack City came out what ninety one? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. I think this is Pookie. Yeah. Um. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, it's like the thing I was touching on earlier. The next question I have, you know, with the Tamra Davis thing, uh, could what happened to like this sort of black, almost slapstick at times, like but but good movies? It's a lot of like I, I didn't really do this number, but sort of the laughs per minute. There's a lot of funny things, especially like the phone sex line um, thing, mm-hmm. which is you can't yeah, yeah, look at your balls. Yeah. <laughs> your big balls are just big. <laughs> You can't film that now. You can't do that movie now. You can't do that scene. But no, it's cannot. really funny. You, you you would stop short because there's the part where it's like, uh, what is it? Um, what is it? A one eight hundred disc or something like that. Mm-hmm. And dude's like, yeah, fuck you, kiss my ass. <laughs> oh, he's right there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that shit is hilarious. There's too many good scenes in this movie. I I think. I think what would happen, and, and so so that's that's the question though. Still, like, why is it that the, these movies? I think upon rewatch, they're actually really funny. Even you know, mm-hmm. even now, like you know, that movie's thirty years old. You came out, you <laughs> came out the same year this movie came out, and yeah, yikes, yeah, the movie is a month older than you. Uh, well, a few weeks actually, and I, I think. And having this movie around for this this duration, I think I've seen this probably in my 20s and in my 30s. So like seeing it and it's still funny in that way. I remember maybe mm-hmm. watching it as a teenager and not quite getting it, mostly because of the the framing mechanism of the documentary. But um, yep. once we get to some of the once we get to some of the stuff, because I was like, I, I wasn't sure what to do with Chris Rock, like facial hairless Chris, Chris Rock was not my guy up until I, I became older. So I will say this is my favorite Chris Rock movie. Okay. That he's starring in. I'll put it that way. That he's starring in. This is my favorite Chris Rock movie. To answer your question, I would say that 
really it got oversaturated by the Wayne's brothers. And that's kind of what happened to these kind of films. Like Marlon is doing these films on Netflix and they're coming out at an absurd rate. Like when they did the paranormal activity one, Mm -hmm. the 50 shades of gray one, and they're just not funny no more. Like, because the comedy isn't, doesn't hold weight like it used to with like CB4 or like with, um, uh, the Black Hat movie. What's it called? Well, we, we're Fear the Black about, Hat. We're gonna talk about that. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. So stuff like that. I think you're half right. Like, I think it is an oversaturation of it, but I think the Wayans had that taken from them with the success of like the scary movie movies in like the late nineties and true, early two thousands. Yeah. It wasn't black people doing them. You know, at a certain point, and now it's like we now have them back. But I think we're out of that moment. I think that's what happened because. Uh, Don't Be a Menace in South Central Rodriguez Juice in the Hood is fucking hilarious. Really good. Really good movie. And that's a few years removed from this. Like, I think that's like 95 or 96. And, Mm. but I, but I think you're right. It's like, we're just going to do straight parody and it's nothing really funny in doing a parody of another movie. I think doing a parody of something from a cultural standpoint is funny. Like, yeah, I think, I think that's where that, that is at. So this brings me to this next question that falls into <laughs> if it falls into what you just mentioned about Fear of the Black Hat. Would this be in a box set with Fear of the Black Hat or like brown sugar? <laughs> right? It's pretty good, right? You know how many hip hop heads hate brown sugar? Brown sugar is great. They don't get it. They absolutely despise that movie from head to toe. And I'd be just like. (laughs) (laughs) So I I would say Fear the Black Cat. It'll be with Fear the Black Cat. I can't imagine like the extremities of a soft rom-com of Brown Sugar be put with a blatant parody of CB4. But they have the parody um, rap group in that movie, though. Cause they like dress like poodles or some some stupid shit. Oh my god, you're right. That, that, it isn't isn't trust is trust is Jones is Wendell Pierce. There you go. <laughs> the hip hop Dalmatians. They Yo. got a ring to that shit. What is he like? This this my garbage truck juice. <laughs> That's a movie to review because yeah. I'm like Wendell Pierce went ham. It like is. he just had to shave and everything. Yeah, I like that shit right there. You know, that's that's, that's that came out. You know, we're recording this at the end of 2022. That came out in 20 in 20 uh, 2002. Black Brown Sugar. So that's oh, actually wow. 20 years old now. Dang, that yeah. was a good one to review. Um, so we, we made it around to that. Um, so I want to throw out an observation for you, and if you have any, please chime in. Um, okay. The main observation that comes to mind for me is because of the time because of the connections to Saturday Night Live with um with Chris Rock is the Bohemian Rhapsody from Wayne's World the same as the King of Rock scene that's in CB4 yeah uh-huh it is that's a good one it absolutely that's is right <laughs> that's a good one have you ever done that and that's one like, of my favorite scenes in the movie it's a fire scene <laughs> then the tape starts warping. <laughs> yep. And they kept going. He's like, you are drunk. You see here we lose control. Yeah, they just speed it up. And the, the, the fucking hats popped out. I was like, yo. <laughs> and that's like, they would be, I think my 
uncles and within my uncles and dad's age group. So I just remember that's the way that they used to dress. They would have that whole Run DMC fit on. So definitely these were guys that you're like, no, these were guys that were doing this. <clears throat> um, so let's see. I want to move into, unless you have any observations. Do you have any observations that come to mind? Uh, I'm just thinking about the amount of rappers that are in this movie. Name them like Ice-T, Ice Cube, I, you know, I saw him at a swap meet, and you know, I didn't really want to run up on him. He was his family and everything. I mean, Isaac Hayes not a rapper, but Isaac Hayes is in it. Flame and they've recreated that I'm going to get you sucker scene. I remember that. That's, that's great. That's great. Um, and I guess I could say Shaq, because Shaq is technically a rapper. Yes. He, when he had the, the subtle diss to like the Ozzy Osbournes, <laughs> or, yeah. he's like, they take the cup, they spit in it, and they drank it. I was like, that's like, hold up. Oh. And he had um, he had uh, songs with Biggie. So, yeah, he, he can live around that time, actually. Yeah. Um, you had butthole surfers in it making <laughs> butthole surfers were in it. Can we talk about Wacky D real quick? <laughs> I'm the wackiest don't, rapper. <laughs> don't forget, I like to dance. Wacky Yo. D is in the house. Can you do the Wacky D dance? No, I cannot. You Even just blow your ACL. <laughs> <laughs> and he would later be Pookie Tang. Uh, Pootie Tang. Pootie Tang. Yep. I mean, that guy is great, especially when, you know, spoilers, uh, trust us is dead. He's like, you know, you stole me some money, right? He's punches him in the face. <laughs> that shit is so funny. And I, the other thing that's really funny about the Wacky D character that I really like, um, that sort of Euro-centric ace of base fucking. Yes. Because th- this was literally. That was a, a sound. Yeah. This was literally a podcast idea that I got rid of. It was called the Rat Part Podcast. And you probably remember this, where I wanted to only cover the bars of those types of songs. <laughs> yes. Come on, it's a chance. <laughs> yeah. It. Because it's like, mm, you, guys aren't, you guys aren't black. You look black, but you're adjacent to white. You know, that's what that thing is. That's why it's so successful. This sort of. So the Wayne DeRock Johnson raps. Oh, my God. Don't do that. But yes. It's about heart. It's about hunger. It's about, it's about hunger. It's about desire. I'm like, shut up. Shut up, Dwayne. Um, <laughs> just I'm the wackiest. I'm I'm gonna put that in here. I gotta put that in there. That's a really funny scene to me, especially oh, when you're there. Like, have you ever run into this with like your parents, where you're like, "Man, I really like this rap song," and then they go to something that you know isn't good, but they're like, "Yo, this shit mm-hmm. is great." Oh, I'm trying to think. And then they try to do the dad, so they're really into it. Like, so my remember- dad was a huge Ludacris fan. So. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, so there was some times where I was like, you know, Ludacris is good and all, but now I'm like, eh, some of them songs. He's like, yeah, Greg, move, bitch, right? Am I right? Yes. <laughs> it was that and T.I. And boy, <laughs> oh boy. Them T.I. songs now? Oh my gosh. Aged horribly. Your dad's got rubber bands on his wrist popping them and shit. <laughs> Not rubber band, man. Why like the, the Taliban? Old, you can have whatever you like. Well, that's a sugar daddy song. That is a McDonald's Happy oh, Meal song. No. You but get yeah, your two for two for that. You can have them two for two, whatever you like. That's <laughs> terrible. Fucking hell. <laughs> God damn, your dad was into the Atlanta shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just playing Welcome to Atlanta. Um, <laughs> he did. <laughs> yo, I, I know. <laughs> 
that's that's the thing. Like, I mean, you have like this is my music, this is my era, and then they don't fuck with the majority of it, and then they find that one sort of very one disposable artist. thing. Yeah. Yes. And I remember, I think I've said this on one of my podcasts where um I got like Wu Tang Forever for my birthday one year, and my dad was like, Yeah, pop that in there. And then he completely shit on it the entire time. He's like, yeah, a lot of whining in this. Like, this is pretty whack. <laughs> I was like, fuck yeah. this nigga. And, um, uh, and he did the like same the thing. Uh, son. I mean, I didn't like it. He was the, he was famous for like kind of him, my brother, kind of like destroying something like super fun that I'm enjoying. It's like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of fake martial arts in this movie. So, yeah, you know, it's it's kind of how that goes. Um, so I want to I want to dive into this uh, some of this, uh, the trivia stuff. So, OK. So here, here's what I got. Here's what I got in terms of trivia. Charlie Murphy. Don't, I'm not even going to do it. I'm not even going to do it. Charlie Murphy! God damn it. Uh, who plays Gusto is Eddie Murphy's older brother, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. and he told uh, stories of his misadventures as part of Eddie Murphy's entourage while um, they, they shot this movie. Those stories which um, featured various encounters with Prince and Rick James, which would later be yep. featured on Chappelle's show. <laughs> That's how the legend of Charlie came about. Chris Rock revealed this in interviews years after Chappelle's show ended, um, and he like he wished he had the i had had that thought for the idea. So there's a possibility, right, that Charlie Murphy's true Hollywood stories could have been on the Chris Rock show. Yeah, that wasn't gonna happen. I mean, Chris Rock had a lot of sway on HBO at the time. Oh, he did, he did, but. Mm, it would, I don't think it would have hit the way it hit it on Chappelle's show. Yeah, and, and, and Charlie Murphy is wild niggery. He was at his, on a degree of niggeriness, right? How high on his niggery scale was he in CB4? He's like what people wanted Eddie to be when he finished Raw. I mean, a raging homophobe as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was super homophobic. He was super homophobic. But that's kind of what people wanted from Eddie after Eddie kind of like did raw was like just be this uppity black 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 and did, i was like did you oh know let's this? do 48 hours did you know this according to charlie murphy after his first audition as the game as gusto uh chris rock told him to act meaner right? meaner yeah so for the second audition what happened what happened he brought a real loaded gun to the audition <laughs> oh shit <laughs> and got the part the gun belonged to his dad he came in with his father's blicky loaded. <laughs> this that's on the same level as uh, Sam Jackson getting the role as Jules in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, just like oh, I'm just gonna be pissed. I'm gonna get this fucking role because you're 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 starving all of that. I didn't know Sam Jackson audition for Reservoir Dogs. Granted, that's totally off subject, yeah. but yeah. Now this kind of confirms the thing we were talking about earlier. Chris Rock reenacts his crack smoking scene with the same facial expression and wearing the same clothing from New Jack City for two New years Jack prior. City. Yep. This confirms what we were saying. It's a pookie dream. It's a pookie dream, y'all. <laughs> Pookie's plan. <laughs> and I know they try to reenact I'm Gonna Get You Sucker with um, Chris Rock and Isaac Hayes. Yep. Yeah. Um, at the end of the movie, in a scene where he haggles idiotically with Isaac Hayes, this is a spoof of the conversation they had at the rib joint, and I'm going to get you, sucker, in yep. 1988. Uh, <laughs> this is just his extended universe. This is Chris Rock's mm-hmm. extended universe. Yep. Um, the rap group 
we got that low cash, you know, screenwriter's name. Uh, the three songs performed by CB4 are loose remakes of real rap songs. So we know one of them, right? Straight out uh, low cash. Yes. And who's that by? Uh, NWA, Straight Outta Compton. Um, the second song, Sweat of My Balls, was uh, Talk Like Sex by Cool G Rap and DJ Polo. That's uh, insane. And Rapper's Delight. That also. is insane. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. I might have to listen to that song now. I do Sweat too. Of my balls. You can feel them. Yo, if that came on, right, in any place you're at, are you just saying, are you just grabbing your dick at that point? Yes. Sweat from my balls. You can feel them. Are you just like finding balloons and just bouncing on them and shit? <laughs> <laughs> they, they look so gross. Just these fucking round balls. Braille balloons. Like, just coming down. <laughs> just looking at them. And then he had the. They had the prison thing, which, you know, fucking uh, Alan Payne was so cringe, right? <laughs> Just, ah, with his chest hair glistening. It's like, I hate yep. this nigga. I hate him. And his bandana. Can we talk about his bandana briefly? He was not the best. Stylized. He was not. He did Stylized. not have Yes. And he had the worst bars. <laughs> you going back like, to his bars again? He was trash. Like straight up, tr- like no wonder they never got picked up. Oh my god! Whoa! And and so talk talk to me about um, Candy a little bit. Candy Alexander, sissy, character. yeah, sissy. Yep. So she was something. T- tell me your thoughts. Uh, because on a level, right? I she's technically. I didn't see her right. until. I didn't see her until like. Treme in the corner, right? So I didn't mm-hmm. know that she had a career before that, and then like, <laughs> like see, like CSI or something. So I see her in that school. Yeah. But then looking at her, I was like, is she wearing leopard? And she was like, I break skinny guys like that. And I'm like, hold up, tell me more. She was definitely the 1993 version of Britney Renner in that movie. Stop, stop what you're saying. Or like Melissa, well, no, not Melissa Ford. Not Melissa Ford. No, Brittany Renner's good. Brittany yeah, Renner's good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she's... In terms of filth, right? Like, would you have gone mm-hmm. for it if you're in CB4? You're probably... You're, you're probably yes. the, You're probably the DJ, though, for being honest. Statmaster Arson? You're Statmaster I'm 100% Arson. the DJ. <laughs> I, the I darker I, the berry, the sweeter the juice. He's reading corn and drinking 40s the entire time. It's great. And he only has sisters. That's why that is you. <laughs> I, I'll take it. I'm I'm a very Over fat version. Mike. Of, I'm a very fat version of Gusto. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> I'm just I sitting there like, come on, man. Mike. I, I don't know who Dead Mike is in our in our circle of uh, people. I don't, I don't see it. Um, as Chris Rock narrates the movie, right? He compares the real Gusto to Nito Brown. <laughs> At a point, again, this is a motherfucking fever dream. This is literally <laughs> New Jack City. It's really great. Uh, so you want to hear about a few cameos that, or it, at least one major cameo that is a scene that got deleted? Wasn't it Halle Berry? No, her, her scene's in it. Oh, okay. Uh, Ron Howard has a scene in his movie. What? <laughs> and it gets deleted. <laughs> 
What? Ron fucking Howard was in his goddamn movie. Why is Ron Howard in this movie? <laughs> He's in his fucking movie. I mean, he should be like writing Apollo thirteen right now. What problematic thing was that? Let's look at Ron Howard in nineteen ninety three. Because it's probably it's probably Apollo. Yeah, I think you're right. He should be disciplining his daughter Dallas or something. Oh shit! Like, hey, sit down. Less of that. More of this. Come on, Bryce. Dallas. So, uh, this was a year before the paper came out. Two years before uh, Apollo thirteen. So you're right. You're right. Okay. Uh, he he. Uh, this is after Far and Away. Mm. Mm. He wrote that though. He wrote that movie. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's see what we got. So this was filmed in um, 1992 between uh, July and September, so a couple months. Um, so the ragtime piano melody heard in the nursing home sequence is actually Sugar Hill Gang's rapper delight. So that's where you get rappers delight. Okay. So d- did you new- notice any uh, person uh, that was one of the sisters of Stabmaster Arson? I did not. One of them was Char Jackson. One of his sisters at the at the breakfast table. Get out of here! That's, that was this is her movie debut, right? Her her debut. Oh wow! Yeah. So I gotta check that out again. Let's talk about um in these uh, last couple things here. I want to talk about favorite scenes in this Ooh, movie. This is a good one. What are your favorite scenes? So number one for me will be the sex scene of Dead Mike and Gusto with Sissy. Cause Sissy was smashing Gusto, and then that that scene was just hilarious. <laughs> was it when he became um, like a doll or something briefly? Yeah, it was like, <laughs> 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 who was his girlfriend, by the way? Rachel Church. Who was also who was also in Half and Half, and The Craft, Half Baked. Going back half to the director too. She was yeah. Dave Chappelle's girlfriend. Oh yeah. I, I'm not too familiar with Half Big like that, so I'm gonna have to rewatch that. Yeah. Um, that's scene number one. Scene number two for me is definitely Run DMC's King of Rock scene. <laughs> it's, it's a good one. Oh, man, make that tape, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, we, was we, was jamming, jamming, man. we was jamming, man. We was jamming. We was jamming too, nigga. Damn. That scene is too hilarious to. Oh god. I'm trying to think because number three for me is hard because number okay. three would either be the first scene where you see them do all the rap acts. That's a really funny scene. Is that scene is hilarious or the scene where they get Charlie Murphy locked up again. When they get him locked up It's between those two. Yeah. Okay. My Chris Rock dressed in drag and was like, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> you know, another movie that does that, that, that does that really well. Um, that's Big Mama's House. No, no, that's a terrible movie. Um, <laughs> High School High kind of falls in this sort of conversation of okay. That's a really funny movie. It's not, it's not you know, it's a lot of black folk in it, but it's yeah. definitely a uh, a John Lovitz movie. Um, but in terms of of these movies, you know, I I have to have like the intro. I think that might be the um, yeah the intro with all of the cameos just kind of front loaded. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that. You just get them all out of the way. All of the stunt casting is right up front, right? Yep. Um, obviously, the straight out of low cash video. That's a good one. 
And I hate I usually hate little white kids doing black stuff, but it makes me laugh a lot, actually, because he's like, Dad, you bugging. <laughs> I was like, shit. <laughs> and Phil Hartman was like, I think we got something here. Yep. Oh, <laughs> we have an enemy here. I want to replace those three scenes. Trust three is Jones funeral. No, my uh, last right. scene. OK. Trust is Jones funeral. That's a good scene. That's a good. If you can't trust us, who can you trust? <laughs> he was terrible. He was a scammer. You know, he is the um, the actor that plays him is the same guy that is the um, the mayor in RoboCop Two <laughs> that goes down the fucking tube. <laughs> what have you? Oh my the god! The black mayor is the same fucking guy. He has the same energy. Oh my god! When I found that out, I started giggling. Um. The next one I have is a uh, wacky D. Like, <laughs> I'm the wackiest. <laughs> Did I mention before that I can dance? I'm wacky D. Wack, wacky D. Wacky D. Wacky D. It's just some fat chicks dancing behind him. I'm going to make you dance. <laughs> Don't you know that I can dance? Wacky D. Yo. Um, and, 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 you know, sweat from my, sweat, sweat, sweat of my balls is obviously on there. Feel love. Sweat from my balls. You can 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 feel love. Yeah, that's definitely a good scene, too. Um, because sweat from my balls. Because it's memeable. It has to be Dead Mike Hotel. Like, I'm black, y'all. I'm digging it, black, 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 black. Because a lot of people don't know where it came from. I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm blacker than black. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm blacker than black. And I'm black, y'all. I'm black, blacker than black, black. I'm blacker than black, yo. Because I'm black and I'm black. That's true, too, which is kind of sad. No respect on the CB4 name. And we used it as our intro. Uh, we did for uh-huh. a very long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and lastly, um, because I think it's still early in the movie, because um, there's a lot of like good little chunks that we have a lot of scenes here. By the way, mm-hmm. uh, the sex, the sex line. Yeah, yeah, I'm licking your balls. <laughs> <gasps> Best balls I ever had. Uh huh. You got King Kong balls. Like just going there, going to Euripides' job, and just seeing all of his sh- It's really funny. Yeah, I'm looking at your balls. Your big balls. What was it? They're um, very big balls. What was it? Uh, one eight hundred piss, and it's just some chick pouring water in a bucket. I'm like, Ew. <laughs> yo, it's nasty in here, B. <laughs> you know the funny thing about it? That's the best he's dressed in the entire movie when he's at his job. That is very true. Yep. Because isn't he wearing like a Howard's that. shirt or something? Oh my God! Yes. You just remind me. Remember Big Ass Biscuit? No. <laughs> they had the Big Ass Biscuit. Oh, shit. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the little piece of butter. <laughs> <laughs> that is, it, again, it's it's just like how oh, much gosh. within the writing, right, was Chris Rock. You can see Chris Rock's fingerprints all over this shit mm-hmm. because it's definitely his sense of humor from that era and – do you feel do you think that in doing this movie and probably writing some of these lines, I don't know, I don't know if there was a rapper and in, in whatever involved. Um, but do you think this led to him 
you know, either hiring that person or writing some of his raps for fucking like um, some of the comedy albums. So like, yes. I mean, he did yes. uh, no section of pain, bro. Because I look at Chris Rock and I was like, someone gave Chris Rock the best lines in the movie. Absolutely. In terms of bars, they were like, look, Alan Payne's going nowhere compared to Chris Rock. What? So we're just going to give Chris Rock He's going the to Jason's lyric after this. <laughs> he trying to save Jada. He uh, literally he, Jason's lyric came out a year after this, by the way. Good guys. With evil and, Dave Chappelle. Stabmaster <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Arson, uh, the, the actor, the Deezer D, he passed away or what have you. Rest in peace. Yeah, uh, I didn't Hartman. know he was an ER. He's an ER. Recently. Hold up. Mm-hmm. What? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he passed away last year. Actually, um, these are deep. That's crazy. He was also rest in, in peace. He was also in. Was he in? Um, cool as ice. <laughs> I know. I'm sure you remember that movie. Oh my gosh. He was in cool as uh, cool as ice. That is his film debut. That's the Vanilla Ice movie, right? It is. Oh, God. Do you know what else he was in? Fear, Fear of Black, Black Hat. Hat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> and Double lastly, this. Bones. <laughs> I mean, we could easily do Fear of the Black Hat. That's a 1993 we movie. We could. We could. <laughs> I just have to really rewatch that one again. So there's a song called Booty Juice. Oh, and it's an album called Puss. Why? <laughs> Yo, we might have to do this actually. Ho ho hoes. Look, <laughs> this might oh, be man. the superior movie. <laughs> Shout out to Rusty Cardiff. Um, and, but it is done in the same style too. Like, is it mm-hmm. that if you're doing these movies, is it the, the, the is this movie and talking talking about CB4, is it we're making fun of white people's obsession and interest around sort of black culture and hip hop. And we find it as a way to make money. That's why we dive into it. He's fucking like, like fakes. Yes. I will also say the politic part in it, which we kind of didn't really get yeah, into. Talk about it. I would say the politic part of it is not understanding what culture is and trying to put a stop on something you can't control. Mm. So that was something that was kind of big, especially when gangster rap first, like, became what it was like you had women's activists saying stop using the word bitch in a song and then you had actual politicians saying this promotes violence and it was like right (laughs) yeah movies don't or whatever it's kind of like what's going on now with uh, um drag shows and the fact that people are like you can't bring your kids to drag shows but you know hooters and tilted kilt still exist tilted kilt did you just make that reference yes <laughs> yeah um so i'm reading about it in 1990 the then established black and white warning label the parental advisory for explicit lyrics was introduced so this is like right after this is almost a response to it where mm-hmm. it's like I don't dive into and listen to, um, you know, uh, like rock and roll of that. I don't listen for that. I don't see if like, oh, if it's sexually explicit, but the sort of rock and roll lifestyle didn't have that. You know what I mean? It didn't have any mm-hmm. of that sort of any of those sort of issues. Um, that rock and roll lifestyle, it was sex, drugs, and rock and roll. 
which is kind of the same thing that's in rap music during that time. You yep. know what I mean? Same, but, same exact thing. But rap music has the parental advisory sticker, which in some ways that's more beneficial to the record label than to the actual artist. The artist isn't yep. getting opportunities to tour and they're getting harassed by police. Whereas mm-hmm. the label, they're getting this sort of, this is something you're not supposed to have. So now I want more of it. Let me get all of it because white kids are the ones that are buying it. Yep. Which is definitely uh, depicted. Yeah. Yep. And definitely when you think about the edited stuff at Walmart and everything, they get to sell two different versions of the CDs. Just, just double uh, Too many politics. And you get demonetized now. Uh, they get demonetized now if yeah. they feel like what you're saying is too explicit. It's just like, yo, don't buy mm-hmm. it. And then I found out recently, and this is not to try to get way too off topic, it's something Cameron brought up was the fact that yeah, after (laughs) yeah, noted noted Hall of Famer Cameron, um, in the Robiverse Hall of Fame. I mean, he is Lord Lord Aquarius Cameron. Going, um, basically saying, um, after a certain time frame. For a record, mm-hmm. like the record label loses his rights completely. So I think it was like not eight years, but I think it was like eighteen years. Mm-hmm. The record label loses the rights to the song, and the artist can re-record the song for themselves and keep the song. So that's which what, I thought was fascinating. That's but they would have to. That's they would what have to keep the did, song. Right? Yeah, that, they would have to keep the song the same. Mm-hmm. Can't change any of the lyrics. Can't change the beat. So it has to be the exact, and it has to sound exactly the same. So essentially, a song is a child. Yep, eighteen years, and uh, yeah, I mean, just imagine like the the freeways and the Beanie Seagulls of the world, being that they sound cons- considerably different due to health stuff. Yep, that they mm-hmm. can't record the song to sound the same. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing wrong? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> That's what they sound. <laughs> I heard Benny Siegel like a few days ago rap, and I was like, "Whoa!" Because he ha- he has like he sound like he's whispering. He has like very damaged lungs and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not great. It's not, it's not great. But also, I just seen last year. Yeah. MVP. Yeah, let's talk about MVP. Let's talk about MVP. Charlie Murphy. You going Charlie Murphy? Hands down. Charlie Murphy. You're going to find my pick controversial. Okay. You know who it is. It's Alan Payne. Not D the D. It's Alan Payne for me. Alan Payne? He's so divisive. But I think (laughs) you can't have two Chris Rocks. Mm-hmm. And Deezer D is giving you really nothing. He's just kind of playing in the background, not really doing anything, as a DJ would do, I, I, I think. At least that's the way they're kind of posted. So he has to, one, he's got the meme. Two, he's yeah. his fit is better than everyone else's fit for the rest of the movie, that fit in the, in the uh, phone sex room. Okay. And um, his taco meat bugs me so much. You know what I'm talking about. Chest hair. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. He looks like uh, he looks like Drew McIntyre. His chest hair. I just want to hear the trumpets. 
And yeah, I mean, and you know, just the hotep thing that a lot of those black guys, they turn into that sort of hotep five percenter types. It's like, mm-hmm. no, I believe you because you still see it with all of the uh, um, anti-Semitism and all of that stuff that's still happening <laughs> within that community. Yep. It's like, you are a person that exists. I saw a Kanye support group a few days ago. Um, I refuse. Uh, I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. I, ref- I refuse. He can go fuck himself. <gasps> now, I, 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 we'll we'll talk about this off mic. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, I, I guess lastly here, um, what, what do you want to give it? Like, you know, like where does this where does this belong in the the scope of sort of like those types of movies? You know, these mm-hmm. kind of, you know, black, black 90s movie. Let's just call it that. Like if it's okay. in a box set, what's with it? And we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier. Um, mm-hmm. And lastly, where do you rank it? Like we talked about the numbers earlier. Um, you can go 100 scale. You can go five scale. You can go 10 scale. Where do you rate this movie? And what are three movies that are with this in the 90s black movie box set? Please go. OK, so the three movies Fear the Black Hat. Mm-hmm. New Jack City. Mm. Well, mm. That's, that's the other two movies. It's only three movies. Oh, okay. Only three movies. Okay, yeah, New Jack City. Um, in terms of rating, uh, like I said, this is my favorite Chris Rock movie. Mm-hmm. There's a few things I didn't like. I don't like the B-plot at all. It's, it's I did good. not it's like not the B-plot. B-plot. Yeah. Um, I give it a solid eight. Solid eight out of ten. Yeah. Like I feel like there's a lot of quotables in it. I think there's a few things that doesn't age well, well <laughs> going back. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't have filmed certain things in 2022 now, but for the most part, it's good. Eight to nine out of ten for me. It's for me. It's a seven to eight out of ten. Um, and we have the same. We have the same box. It's the same okay. box because of what we established. I really think we should do the director's commentary for this. It's like, look, man, it's, we were not around. You weren't. I was, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's just like, here's the thing. This is a fever dream from Pookie. As he was dying and as he was ODing, he was like, yeah, you know, <laughs> see before. This is what I'm doing. That's a live show. Oh, uh, my God. That's yes. a live show. We might we might have to do that. Um I was spurring my father nutsack when this happened. <laughs> you, you were in your mom's womb, actually. You, you were. I was in my mom's womb. You were almost ready to hatch, as it were. I was about to pop, and then I saw G Money and Pookie talking. I like how the camera zoomed in on me as I did that. By the way, um, <laughs> so uh, where can he check you out? Social media, more of your Gregory musings. Okay, so you can <laughs> check me on Instagram at unofficially underscore black underscore MTR on Instagram. Um, I'm more active on Twitter, so follow my Twitter, which is your meshy one, all one word. Yes, after you, you hack show. Follow me there. He's a big Tesla guy, by the way, guys. <laughs> Fuck Elon. <laughs> he can eat a dick. He, he can eat Elon a dick. <laughs> oh my god. So um I'm Rob League. Find me Truth in His Heart uh um on um the places. And um until next time, um, actually subscribe to this podcast. Don't miss out. Subscribe to this podcast. Yes, Lots of podcasts subscribe. here. Uh, at this point, well over 30. Definitely check it out. Some of your favorite movies, and we're getting in the weeds. And definitely, this is not the um we're going through line by line of the movie. This is more of us, this is the companion piece to the movie. Watch the movie, listen to us. Watch the movie, listen to us. It's great. And until next time, for Greg, 
I'm Robley. Thanks again, Craig. Uh, saying okay. that uh, you should keep watching those movies. The first time I uh, I heard sweat on my balls, uh, I was naked uh, with uh, the first black woman I've ever made love to. Ooh, kinky. How did that make you feel? Uh, there was actually uh, sweat on my balls. <laughs>